Hello and welcome to Collision Cast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Kortemeyer. In this episode, Fender Bender content director Matt Hudson is joined by Chris Lawson of Technician Find, which provides hiring solutions and assistance to independent repair shops looking to improve their hiring process. The job ad is often the first point of contact for a prospective employee with a shop, and Chris has some tips for how to make your ad stand out and attract the most talented technicians to your door. For more from Chris and Technician Find, head to technicianfind.com. And now, here's their conversation. I'm here with Chris Lawson of Technician Find, and we're going to be talking about writing effective job ads today. But first, uh, Chris, I just want to hear a little bit about yourself and Technician Find and what you guys work on day to day. Sure, sure. Thanks for having me. Um, what we work on is, uh, it's a company, it's called Technician Find. We use creative ads, social media marketing, and direct outreach to fill our shop owners' pipelines with qualified candidates so they can hire the right techs faster. And I've been doing this since 2017. And uh, I've had a social media company before that started in 2012. But in 2017, I was asked to do a presentation for a room full of shop owners. And I ended up getting just about the whole room as clients over the next six months. And it changed the trajectory of my business. And one of the things we figured out pretty quickly was that they didn't need so much help in the social media space as they did need help in finding technicians. Hmm. So we've been working with auto repair shops. We work with collision repair shops. We work with diesel repair shops and they all had the same problem, the same problem of, Hey, how do you find technicians? How do you write a decent ad? Once you get a decent ad, where do you place the ad? Just the, the typical questions and then troubleshooting. We do a lot of troubleshooting too. So, Hey, if your ad's not producing or you're getting, low quality candidates or you're getting candidates that are outside of your geographic area or not enough candidates, you know, what do you do? What levers do you pull in order to, to correct those situations? Yeah. Very cool. Uh, I mean, recruitment, uh, I'm sure I don't have to tell you is just so huge in uh, auto repair these days and especially sure. uh, uh, in the, the pandemic environment and post pandemic or wherever we're at with that. It's uh, people are reevaluating kind of what they're looking for as far as the labor we're trying to hire. So uh, it's kind of up to these businesses to be make sure that they're attractive and their job ads are attractive and they're catching attention because it's pretty competitive out there. You hit the nail on the head. It is, uh, yeah, certainly it's competitive. If you go on to Indeed and you look at their analytics page, I highly recommend everybody take a look. You can go into Indeed analytics and you can look at the hiring metrics and you can look at a um, for any position. You just type in the position and then you can look at a 25 mile radius of your shop. And within a 25 miles radius of your shop, they'll give you all of the details on that specific um, uh, job title right around um, uh, based upon the database of Indeed. So they'll show you things like how many applications are out there now for that job title. They'll show me they'll show you how many people are searching for that job title. They'll show you the top companies on Indeed that are advertising for that job title. They show you lots and lots of information. So. I always start our search with that for each one of our clients because that gives you an idea of what you're looking at. And just to let you know, um, when you're looking for technicians, whether it be collision, whether, whether it be automotive, whatever it is, um, they also have a ranking. So hmm. from one to 100 on competitiveness of that position. And typically when we're doing, uh, we're looking for technicians, 
it's always at 96 or higher. Um, <laughs> oftentimes it's 100. So out of all of the jobs on Indeed, it is the most competitive. Wow. So we'll talk today about kind of one of the first steps in the process is just, uh, you know, getting your ad created, make sure it uh, catches the attention of prospective uh, candidates. And um, let's let's dive into it. I mean, what are some of the basics for a collision repair shop to uh, um, produce an ad? You know, what's the key information that you want to make sure you include in there? Sure. I think the biggest thing is to start with mindset. I always like to start with mindset because if you get the mindset right, you can make a lot of mistakes and still come out with a result that that is decent mm-hmm. and still get uh, you know decent um, decent uh, applications. And the mindset is that you care and that you want your employees' lives to work inside and outside of the shop. If you can communicate that in an ad, it completely sets you apart because most ads. I mean, if you go into Indeed and you take a look at the ads in Indeed for any type of technician. Um, they're all going to be pretty much the same. The headlines are the same. What they require is the same. And Mm -hmm. they just start right in talking about, you must do this. You must do that. You know, we expect this of you and you should have this and you should have that. And it's all about what the company wants. And that's exactly the wrong mindset. And that's what makes you, makes your ad just kind of fade to the background and makes people click off of your ad because there's nothing compelling in it. So that leads me to the second mindset. And the second mindset is that the tech is the hero and you are the guide. So this is based on the work that uh, Donald Miller did. And uh, you know he's got a couple of really phenomenal books. One of them is Story Brand and the other one is Business Made Simple. And he talks about when you're looking to attract a customer, what you wanna do is you want to have them be the hero and you be the guide. Most of the time, what business owners do is we make ourselves the hero. And then we tell a story where, you know, you would be lucky to come and work with me because (laughs) I'm the hero. And, you know, we've been in business for this long and we've done all these things and won all these awards. And, you know, it's come be a part of this. But if you look at it from a different perspective and you look at it from the perspective of, hey, can I tell a story where I invite a technician in and I'm going to transform their life. We're going to make their life better. These are all the ways that we are different. These are all the ways that we're looking out for them. And these are all the things that we do in order to make their life work. It completely changes the whole feel of an ad. And, you know, all the time we have people saying, wow, that ad was so great. I mean, just the other day I had somebody say, well, you know what? That ad is so great that I, I want to sell my shop and go work at this, <laughs> go work <laughs> as a tech again. You know, and that's what you want to do. You want people to feel like, uh, hey, this is something that's an opportunity. And this is something that's, you know, let me give these folks a shot because this is something I haven't seen before. This is unique. It's creative and it's compelling. Yeah, I think that's, man, such an excellent point to start because, you know, a lot of uh, shop owners might start with, hey, you know, our, our business is so great and we're doing so well. But you, you're, I think you're saying you really want to frame that within like, what are you doing for the technician and how do you view the technician as such an integral part, you know, of your operation, um, which I absolutely. guess just speaks more directly to the job you're trying to hire. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the first thing that uh, I, I highly recommend everyone do, and, and I realize we're all busy, you know, and, and if you're running a shop, you're busy, you know, your, your team and your staff is busy. But if you can just set aside 30 minutes 
it will completely change the result that you produce when you're writing an ad. And in that, in that 30 minutes, you just want to sit down with your leadership team, or if you don't have a leadership team, sit down by yourself with a legal pad. Mm-hmm. But if you have a leadership team, you uh, just sit down with a whiteboard and just do a culture audit. Mm-hmm. And I get, you know, I get pushed back a lot when I'm talking with shop owners and they say, you know, we don't have a culture or, you know, I don't know how to communicate the culture. And, you know, let me set your mind at ease. Every shop has a culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to ask the right questions. And the questions are things like, are you team oriented? Are you individually, uh, individual oriented? Are you family oriented? Um, what What's the orientation? What's the feel? Is your shop laid back? I mean, what type of uh, things do you do together? Do you do things together as a team? Do you go bowling? Do you, um, do you, uh, you know, have cookouts and barbecues and go camping and that kind of thing? Just sit down and write everything that you offer that is a benefit. And benefits can be anything. Do you, you know, you provide uniforms. Um, you, you know, there's all types of things that can be benefits. Just mm-hmm. so, just sit down and let your mind just go free. And what ends up happening is you'll start thinking about things that you didn't really think would be a benefit that you can put into the ad. And I'll give you a quick example of that. Um, We were just working with a new shop um, last week, late last week. And um, they were talking about, uh, we were talking about culture and they said, well, you know, we don't do anything that's different than any other shops. And so we got to talking and we went through our, our culture audit and our benefits inventory, which we do on our onboarding call. And we got to a question about, um, you know, what, what do you like to do for fun? What do you, what do you do um, as a team? And they said, well, you know, sometimes what we do is uh, in drag race season, we'll go out and some of the, the staff will be on part of the pit crew. And, you know, some of the other techs get to actually drive. So, you know, they had just, you know, souped up uh, 68 Camaro and they had a drag mm. ra- a dragster and all these kind of things. You know, it's a cool opportunity. So this is something that they'd never thought of was a benefit. And it pulls the team together and we put it in the ad. It worked out really well. And it just came from sitting down and thinking about, hey, what are all the things that you do? What are the things you do as a team? What is, uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be super, super um, uh, creative or, or even super, super unique. But the combination of things that your shop offers will make it unique. Mm-hmm. So you want to lead with a lot of that, you know, culture. Uh, what do technicians get out of the the job and the culture of the shop there? Um, how much do you suggest people get into, I guess, what I would call the, the nuts and bolts or maybe like the classic job ad stuff of, you know, pay and, you know, maybe the more standard benefits and, and some of those uh, uh, basics, I guess. How much uh, should you balance that stuff in a job ad? Yeah, that's a great question. It needs to be in there. But the way that we put it in there is we mix it in. So, you know, we like to do things that, um, now let me back up a step. Mm -hmm. Think about how people read ads. Think about how people read anything online. And what most people do, almost all people do, if you look at the studies, they skim the first time through. Mm -hmm. So they don't read it. So they're going to skim. And what do we do when we skim? We skim until something catches our eye. So, what you want to do is you want to make sure that the ads are structured in a way that the important parts catch the eye. And how do you do that? Well, you can do all caps, you can do bold, you can do underline, you can um, have very short paragraphs that are easy to read, you can Mm -hmm. have bullet points. All these things 
are ways that you can set apart the items of the ad that are important. And then if you're looking at things that are important, we like to use bullet points and the proper format for a compelling bullet point that catches the eye and also um, uh, catches the curiosity is to do a feature and then a benefit. So the example would be feature is, you know, good pay and benefits. And then the benefit and then the uh, benefit to them would be, hey, look, we make sure that you are um, you're taken care of with a, a solid base, that you're not worried about car count. Uh, and then we also have very generous bonuses so that, you know, when you do better, when the shop does better, you do better, you know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So now it's OK, well, here's the feature. The feature is this is what we offer. Here's the benefit. This is what it means to you. And if you go through and you position an ad like that, now all of a sudden it's just loaded with benefits. So you get the information in. So in that same bullet point, you can say, hey, here's the, you know, our starting salary range, depending on experience. But you've already front loaded that with the bold and the bullet point to say, hey, this is what we're offering. And then this is what this is the benefit to you. Mm -hmm. And that way. The ads become very compelling. You should be able to read through an ad, and we do this every ad that we write. We read through the ad and just look at the bold. We just look at the all caps, and you just look at the paragraph breaks. And if you can tell the story about your shop just by doing that in 10 seconds, by going through and reading those items only, you've you've got a good ad. Good ad. Because okay. what will happen is those things will catch the eye. And then you'll go back like we all do. And then you'll start from the top and then you'll actually read because it's compelling now because you've gotten the story and you know that it's different and it's unique and it's, it's uh, spurred your, your curiosity. Yeah. I bet that takes a, a bit of practice to, to master, um, to be able to write something that you just go through and skim, so to speak, and, and get that story. It, 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 we do it quickly, but, um, I've, we've had a lot of success with, uh, with folks we just teach the process to, mm -hmm. and then they go through and, um, we actually have a checklist that we go through and it has things like idea generators and, um, the structure and just a basic checklist to make sure that at the end of the day, that all the boxes have been ticked off in order to, um, have an ad that's compelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did mention something in there that I, I wanted to ask about. You mentioned uh, like a starting salary figure. Um, different employers have different opinions on whether to announce that kind of at the job ad stage. Yep. Uh, what is your thought on that? Well, if you're going to use a platform like Indeed, they require it. Mm. So you've got to do you've, you've got to put something. Um, what we typically say is, um, you know, it, it's a conversation where the last thing you want to do is lie. I mean, everybody knows that you never want to lie about salary or compensation. But what what I always tell shops is I always say, here's the deal. If you feel comfortable having a conversation where you can show a technician how they can get to that number, then let's put that number in. Mm -hmm. And that way we can put a range. And, you know, I always get pushback. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm, just, I'm not going to just pay anybody, you know, 120 grand. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, as long as you have, you feel comfortable having that conversation with them and say, hey, look, this is the production. This is the efficiency. These are the things that have to be met. And if you have someone that's in the shop that's already making that, that makes it even better because you can say, hey, I mean, we've written ads that say our top guys make X, mm -hmm. you know. And then it's completely above board. 
It gives the prospective um, employee uh, a guideline for what to look for. And the other thing we like to do is we like to use numbers that are a little off. We don't use usually use round numbers because round numbers are, um, if you use numbers that are off, like, you know, $111,394, you know, it's just, it's kind of a little copywriting trick, but uh, it does pull the attention and it makes it look like you, you really thought through the process and that you didn't just throw down some numbers. So that's the way, you know, we position it. Um, At this point, you pretty much can tell what you need to have in order to be in the ballpark. I mean, if you pop on Indeed, they'll tell you what you need to do to be in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a real solid, experienced technician, I mean, you can look on Indeed and you can see what other um, uh, you, you can see what other shops are paying. And frankly, that's what technicians are looking at too. So if Absolutely. you if you get on there and you're way under, you're not going to get many applications. And um, if you if you do ads, you're going to get nasty comments on your ads about, you know, why are you paying so little? So that's, you know, you really should put something on there and, uh, you know, you can default to default to a range, I would say. OK. Um, you know, something I kind of wanted to ask at the close here was, uh, you know, at the top of the show, I mentioned, oh, you know, recruitment so important now and we've gone through COVID and the pandemic and things like that. But obviously recruitment has always been a huge part of the business. And I was curious to hear from you if if this practice of job ads that kind of feature the shop culture and uh, some of these benefits, tangible and intangible, if that's something that has changed over the years, if the practice of writing job ads has kind of taken on a different focus, uh, you know, in the last decade or so. Yeah. You know, that that's actually, that's a great question. Um, I would say that the basic psychology has not, you know, um, the basic psychology of, uh, you know, of, a of human beings, you know, hasn't changed much over the last, you know, thousands of years. Mm -hmm. We, we still have the same needs, the same wants. And in terms of what, uh, technicians want, I mean, you know, I did a lot of, uh, research, Back in 2017, when I did that first presentation, I had never worked with a um, any type of you know automotive shop or or automotive uh, repair business or a collision business, any type of that. So I had to be a quick study. And what I did was I I went and I asked all of these um, shops that were part of this 20 group that I was speaking with. I said, Hey, can I talk to a couple of your top techs? And I did a bunch of interviews to find out, Hey, what is it about a shop that irritates you? Mm-hmm. What is it about ads that irritates you? What frustrates you? Um, you know, what do you hate about uh, shops? What do you love about shops? And I got all this data and I found out some of the things that really uh, upset techs, you know, things like bosses who micromanage, low pay, being treated like a number and not appreciated, or working for a shady company that takes advantage of their customers. All these things, they never change. You know, this has been the same for the last five years. If you can address these things, and then you can also present a compelling um, vision of how their life can transform when they come and work with you, you can, we call it selling the dream. If you can do that, it's not going to change over time. The, where you post the ads will change. Craigslist is a great, is a great example of that. Craigslist used to be a huge source of, of, um, of, of leads and, and, uh, and technicians, but now it's not so much mm-hmm. right now. Social media is really big, you know, later on that may change. So 
the basic psychology, if you can get that right and you can get the benefits right, you're always going to write very effective ads. And then it'll just change depending on where you want to post your ads. Excellent. Uh, boy, we did just kind of a quick rundown with so much good information in there. Is there anything additional you wanted to add? Just something real quick. Um, yeah. Every ad should have a good headline. You should have a good intro that leads people in. And you got to remember, everybody's sitting there hovering over the back button and they're getting ready to click out. So you have to you have to grab their attention in that intro and you lead them into the body of the ad. That's part three. Part four is the close with the call to action. Always tell them what to do. And I'll give you another little bonus. Um, the uh, call to action should include a mobile number. You mm -hmm. can increase your responses by 20 to 30% we've found by including a mobile number and a name that's associated with the mobile number. So they can just shoot you a quick text and start the conversation that way. And then the fifth thing that you should have is pay attention to the images that you use. Don't use stock images. They don't need to be professionally done by a, a photographer. Just walk through the shop and catch uh, some technicians in action shots. And if you can get them to smile, that's even a bonus. <laughs> um, and use those pictures in your ads and you're going to increase your click rates and you're going to increase your uh, applications. Awesome. Well, like I said, that's a uh, great advice. I, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, running through some uh, helpful tips for writing a job ad and uh, Chris Lawson, thank you very much. Chris is with Technician Find. Uh, you can find out more of the website is technicianfind.com. Uh, and again, just very much appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, Matt. It's been fun. <laughs>